Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everybody. Oh, hello. I'm so happy you're listening to us. Welcome to The Brighter Side. I'm Amber Nelson. I'm Ed Larson. How you doing, guys? I love you. You're beautiful. You're so fucking cute. <laughs> So we're going to ask you something real quick and silly. We're going to ask you to do a survey. It's easy, less than one minute to do. And we're only going to ask a couple, you know, really important questions like... Dog, your favorite dog growing up. Your mother's address. Because mm. we're going to come say hi to her. No, it's very easy. It's very impersonal. We don't need your email address. We don't need any personal information. You really helped the show. Please just go check it out. The link to it's in the show description that you got right there in front of you. It's just you're staring you right in the face. Ooh, just click on it. You know you want to. But we thank you so much for being here and listening to us. And now, on to the brighter side. Everybody, it's me, Amber Nelson. How's it going? What's up? I'm Amber Nelson. All right, can we please be respectful? (laughs) That is respect. (laughs) I'm Amber Nelson. You ever get lost in a swamp? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Amber, no, I've never been lost in a swamp before. What's it like, Amber? What's it like? Oh, your brothers don't left you on the boat, and then you gotta swim back because they stole the oars. Oh boy. Dear sweet lord. All real right. story, real story. Just checking all the microphones now after we've already started because that's the way to do production. How's it going, everybody? Ho, how you doing? We've got hoes in the chat for me, myself. Do we have any um, eat a cheeseburgers for Ed? Oh, someone give me a cheeseburgers for peace, everybody. Cheeseburgers che- for peace. Cheeseburgers for peace. If we could all eat a bunch of cheeseburgers and achieve world peace, oh my God, that'd be one smiling ass world. Except I'll tell for you what. India. It's early afternoon for myself, and it is uh, for everybody else, and it is the morning for me, my friend. I've got my cup of coffee. Yes. Um, I've got I've got an Ed Larson to my left. That means it's time for the fucking Brighter Side Live. I hope you have some problems. I told people yesterday, get a problem if you don't have one already. Find a fucking problem. Because this oh, show man, runs on your issues. She's a man, baby. An airport beer for Ed. There you go. Eight bucks from Tommy. Oh, so there you go. So Just to nice. get your ass an airport beer. I'll Venmo you that after the show. Oh, well, I will get an airport beer. Thank you. <laughs> He's I'm flying gonna, out tonight back I'm to LA. Flight. I'm going to need it. 
maybe oh, maybe that's my problem. Ed's leaving again. He comes in. He, he, he does a sketch show. We do a brighter side. It's so much fun. And then he leaves before I even know it. I had a great trip. Yeah. I have to say, I, had, I truly had a great trip. I, you know, I, I hate Easter. And so it was nice to finally have a nice Easter. Mm, yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a holiday built on lies. Absolutely. I celebrated Passover with my family, my Jewish family, my Jewish side, and then which was really cool, man. I had this epiphany during Passover. Why don't Christians celebrate Passover? Uh, they, I don't know. Why they, don't they, Ed? No, I'm just saying it's a, like, a question. <laughs> well, I thought I was setting you up for no, a funny no, joke. I, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> No, but uh, no, it's just like, why don't they? I mean, they believe in it. Yeah, it's in the Bible. It's in there. Yeah, so why not celebrate? They, wanna, too? they need to have their own traditions. You got to keep it separated. You know, if we all unified and everybody was peaceful with each other, what kind of world would we live in? You mm-hmm. know, a one without war, without pestilence, I think. I don't know what pestilence is. I never learned Pee-pee, it. Pee pee poo poo. Yeah, pee-pee poo-poo goes down the hole instead of on the street. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have this big, giant, um, you know, because the sidewalks in New York can be massive, and the sidewalks in front of my apartment are no different. They're mm-hmm. huge. And they just put a new sidewalk in in this one section of the fucking in front of my apartment, like near my apartment. And I'm walking, and literally just like it's so white and pristine, and somebody just let their dog shit right in the middle of it mm. and just without picking it up like several shits no one picks up shit anymore it's, it's crazy. shocking dude i was just like how this is so blatant like you mm. didn't even try to like do it off to the side or do it on like a filthy disgusting part of the sidewalk no it's this pristine beautiful sidewalk and all of a sudden it's immediately smeared with shit when i'm walking my dog and i see an extra pile of shit next to his shit I pick it up. There you go. Help out the neighborhood. Unless I'm go. not in my neighborhood, then I could give a shit. Looks like we've got an update, pun intended. Looks yes. like we got an update from Cubic's room. Hey, Ed, I'm the guy that sent you the message about both our dads going through dialysis. Mm. Just want to say dad's doing good. He's on dialysis, but he's doing better. Me so that's too. fantastic. My fantastic. dad's kidneys actually improved somehow. I don't understand. I saw him last weekend. <laughs> I don't understand yeah, he doesn't how think- anything about your father has improved. <laughs> he's becoming a better person. <laughs> That's good. Yes, he's he's working. De- the he's fear working of hard. death will do that to a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Losing <laughs> a leg and the fear of death <laughs> will do that. But I just met him in Tahoe. Uh, Jeff and David Tell were doing a show, and so I decided to uh, go out and bring my father and his family, and it was great. Fantastic. Jeff hadn't seen him in thirty years. Oh wow! They hadn't because they hadn't seen each they other. They had they had uh, grievances. Yeah, when Jeff's dad died, my father's brother, you know, there was like a, a rift, a whole thing. And they hadn't seen him in thirty That's fucking amazing. years. That's amazing. So it was like and this... they reconnected. It was beautiful. It was... Very cool. And it was cool for you personally in terms of a self personal journey mm-hmm. um, that you felt the like that it was finally time for that to happen, which I'm sure was something you definitely maybe never even thought was going to be possible. Yeah, it just drives me crazy every time I go see my dad. I mean. Like, you know, I was like, all right, let's go out to dinner, you know, pick a place. And he always picks the buffet. <laughs> and it's like, you have one leg. You're picking the only place where you have to, like, get up four times a, <laughs> a meal to eat. You know, right. Like, that's uh, yeah, that makes that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Probably be better to maybe a happy medium would be the sushi joint where you sit there and the thing just revolves around you. Oh, man. Would be good. You do not him. eat sushi in reno 
<laughs> tip for life. Everyone tip can, for life, everybody. Everyone can take that with them on wherever you go in your journeys. Oh, well, Reno especially. Oh, man, I had this interesting thing happen to me when I was in Reno. Shoot. I uh, I was out drinking late. I'm like, all right, so I don't like being in casinos because of all the shit that went down on my mom. Of course. And I don't, you know, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check out these random bars in Reno. And I found this bar. It's like a Abraham Lincoln themed bar closed. And so I went <laughs> to the next bar which was called like Abbey Avenue, you know? And so and it was just like run by this old dude. And it was just like a bunch of old Reno guys in there. And the bartender was really funny. He was crazy. We were having a good time. He's like 60 years old. He's taking me out back. We're smoking joints. We're having a good time. And then out of nowhere, he thinks he's being funny once he finds out that I do comedy. And he, like, oh, boy. And he drops the N word. Oh. And I was just like, man, I was just like, listen, dude, I was like, <laughs> I just want to give you a piece of advice. Oh. <laughs> that word's over. Was it was it it was <laughs> like, was it a, like an old school racist joke or was, was he like, just was like fucking very, around? It was just fucking around. It was like a, a, a racist trope, you know? Like yeah, it was like an old joke. Trying to just get maybe like a rise out of you or something. Yeah, and it wasn't like trying to piss me off. No, or like, no. He just like just read trying me. to surprise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Read you wrong. Read yeah. me read me wrong. That happens to me a lot. A lot of people read me wrong. <laughs> a lot of people think I'm a complete animal. Yeah, absolutely. I I still do. Yeah, and so I was just like, hey, man, just a little piece of device. That word's over. And he's like, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. I was like, honestly, you will lose your business. See, kudos to you. You (laughs) I feel like this is an admission I will make that I think I've made before because when this subject has come up, I feel like I'm such a fucking little scaredy cat when it comes to confronting people like that, when people do stuff like that. Because, like, I grew up in the South, and that kind of talk, mm-hmm. like, you just, for me, I would just usually just be like, ooh, like, internal cringe, and just, but not say shit, because, yeah. like, I didn't want to start any problems or anything, or, like, get into a fight or anything. So I would just kind of be like, cool, uh, yeah, uh, you know? And then just, like, afterwards just feel ho- such guilt for not saying anything and yeah. just blowing it off and acting like, uh, yeah, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not that I would like agree with well, them or anything, more like, but I wasn't yelling just at do him. the minimum amount you can do to like move forward in the social interaction without like, yeah. you know, I like gave him advice because like, that's just good. moments. That's very be- smart. Just moments before I actually saw him give a black homeless guy money and tell him he could sleep underneath his bar. Wow. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, I know he was not right. Racist. Yeah. Like he's, he's just saying the word. I'm like, dude, you're going to fuck your life up. You keep that shit up. You know, not that we used to say the N word, but I mean, we, in, in, in small I mean, rooms, we used to say shit that was oh, fucked absolutely. up just to get a rise out of each other. It's kind of a comedian thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I kind of understand it, but you also do that sort of thing with people you have a deep trust with. And honestly, we don't really do anything kind of really like that anymore. You no, know, definitely grew out of when it. you're young, you sort of do it because you're just like, hey, these are things we're not allowed to say. So you just say them just to fucking fuck with, you know, to and try to fuck with people. And it's a word that's a little easier to say in Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's the word is over. The word is, I mean, that word's been over for, since before I was born. But even other words a, have, in like, our lifetime, there are other words that I don't even need to say. Over. Yeah, uh, there, there are other words that are now over, too, that we had to yeah. kind of slowly adapt to that oh, we used man. to use the a little F bit word, more. The F word. Word, the uh, both R words, kind of. 
Uh, you know, one word is more, yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. um, it's still it's a point of contention and and words dying and having to adapt. It's funny because I never thought I always felt so progressive as a as a younger person. Mm-hmm. So it's funny now to feel like grandpa being like, "Give me retard back! I want retard back!" Yeah. You know, it's just so silly. And then you're just like, "Wait, I'm just like the fucking old men that we thought were so foolish back in the day for being like, I need the word re-. like, no, I don't really. No, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. really. You are stupid if you need the word. Yeah, retard. you don't need. Yeah, exactly. You are. <laughs> no, we're not going to make that joke. Ernie Permer says, brighter side of asking for a raise and getting a dollar raise. But then on my last paycheck, my bonus was cut in half from what it normally is. So I made less money this time than I did a month and a half ago. How the fuck does that work, Ernie? That sounds like complete and utter dog shit. Maybe your company did worse and that's why your bonus was worse. There you go. Maybe that maybe that's just a sign. Maybe, maybe the brighter side is, is Yeah, maybe you just found out. Maybe your boss is hopefully <laughs> getting punished financially as well for his bullshit even though we know how that works, but I would say the brighter side of that is um well, I hate to use the old lateral move here, but there are other jobs I suppose and it might you know, I'll tell you what. My job put me my my day job put me in a precarious fucking position where What's they were that? essentially like, well they called me into the room and they were like, you can either leave at the end of three months or you can take this moderate raise and mm. triple down on your work ethic. And we're going to have a meeting with like everybody from the company and they're going to sit down and tell you what you can do for them. And it's going to be a ton of work and it's going to be this and that. And, you know, I walked in after the weekend and was like, yeah, I'll be done in three months. Thank you for doing this and releasing me from the torture and hell that is working this fucking job. I never would have done this probably if you hadn't given me this ultimatum. So at the end of the day, Ernie, maybe it's a sign that you need to move the fuck on, pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. The show is just starting. The show is is just starting. That was our first one. And I will say, dude, I mean, at least you got the balls to ask for a raise you know that's cool man i do remember one time when i was a chef and i had employed some of my buddies and uh they were never good whenever you employ your buddy they're always bad at their job and i remember i i had i had this guy uh dave uh dave uh from wisconsin uh-huh. and uh, he was working he was working with me and he was my boss sat me down he's like you gotta fire dave He's really bad. I'm like, just give him another week. It's going to be fine. He'll work it out. I'll work with him. It'll be okay. And he's like, all right, fine. One more week. And then I walk upstairs and Dave's like, hey, I think it's about time I got a raise. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I just saved your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Kiwix Group chiming in on the Passover thing. Hey, guys, Christian here. So the main reason a lot of Christians don't do Passover is because it's an Old Testament event that happened. We talk about it at an, uh, we talk about it and acknowledge it, but we normally don't celebrate things that happened before Jesus did. But I think he meant to write died. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I, I still think that's bullshit. Um, Noah built an ark. Praise his ass. I have a problem. Whenever I eat pizza, I chub up. How can I make it so I don't get horngry? Um, I would just say, you know, you, go with that. you just need to roll with that. You need to adapt to that. So yeah. you need to definitely be eating pizza on date night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come on, please. Or fuck pizza. Or fuck the pizza itself. Maybe try to cool the pizza down first before you mm-hmm. do that because you don't want them dick burns. Or wear a condom. Or wear a con. Well, yeah. I would still burn up your shit, though, if it was a fucking bunch of melty Absolutely. cheese covering your condom-covered penis. I would say try penis. a calzone first if you're going to bang it. Clogerg50 says, Brighter side of living with bipolar disorder and living with crazy highs where I feel like I'm king of the world and terrible lows where I'm just utterly depressed and I can barely get out of bed and function. You know, 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one to you, Ed, because it is this is a tough one, and I don't do tough. No, that's, I'm I'm just thinking you about my answer for a you second. You can't feel those highs if you don't feel those lows, baby. I mean, that how is are you supposed to know what's great if everything's great? You know, I learned this from Beavis and Butthead taught me this actually. <laughs> so, have you ever uh, worked with, lived with anyone with bipolar uh, disorder? I've known a lot of people with bipolar disorder, and it's a fucking disaster. Yeah, it's, it's really a tough one. and it's really hard to overcome. Like all joking aside, it's like it's crazy. You never know, like that you don't have much control over yourself, and you got to get on those meds. And I don't even know if those helpful. That's the thing, know, isn't like, it? Isn't it kind of like you have to dabble with all? You know, you kind of have to work with different types of cocktail. meds and find out what works for you, and therefore you have to deal with some really shitty problems mm -hmm. because some of the meds will have side effects that fuck you up and then you have to go on to try the other uh, yeah yeah it sounds like a real real difficult racket but there is at least i will say the brighter side is there is actively something you can do about it um and at least there is that there it and is you're not denying that you have it yeah you know you know you have it That's you know true. It. you're trying to keep yourself in check can you imagine <clears> the people <throat> that lived all through like the 20s and the 30s and the 40s like yeah. you had no idea they had this problem and just everyone just was like yeah that's just crazy martha she's just crazy you know what i'm saying and they can they never you know at least at least we have modern science to uh attempt to help the issue yeah uh don't fight anybody i've seen that a lot you know whatever you do find a way to keep your violence in check i've seen a lot of people who are bipolar turn to violence and it's just gonna that'll ruin your life you and, know, and you can't you can't do you can't get out of that anymore. and hopefully i hope you can find at least one person you know out there at least one person that understands your problems understands your disorder and is is willing to have patience with you and work with you on it and help you and be that support system hopefully you can fucking find that for yourself uh same Holden, I'm from rural Alabama, and it's tough to call people out on their racism for fear of them becoming violent, especially when you can see the pistol in their hip. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah no. I can't even. I'm, I'm in the middle of arguing with a very old great friend of mine, like a uh, truly really? great friend of mine about the Confederate flag. We've been going back and forth. Yeah. If you want to watch, you can go to my Facebook page. <laughs> but um, so it is, it's all been made public because we live in public, the future. And I'm like worried about him. Like I said, like the other guy, you know, it's just like he's got a very successful business and I don't want anything to happen to him. But, you know, he's just like and he keeps pulling out all these old websites and it's just very it's sad and, it yeah. made, and it's upsetting. And I really wish that, you know, he understood like you don't need it. Like the Confederate flag is something you don't need in this world anymore. It belongs in a museum. Indiana Jones, that shit, and mm -hmm. fucking put it away. We're not high hanging Nazi flags. These are people who, who like, took a race of people and made them slaves. Yeah, you know, like it's like it's crazy to, to and then they left the country. They they left the cut. They seceded, and then people who wave the thing and talk about how they support the troops. It's like you're supporting the troops of the bad guys. Uh huh. That's like waving a Nazi flag around and saying that I I support the troops. It's the same fucking thing, and so it drives me crazy. Uh, I really wish people would just let that one go. It's not helping anybody. Yeah, I just don't understand why it's such a big deal. Just it, uh, you know, again, I know we've kind of talked about this issue before uh, on this show. Statues, yeah, yeah. Just, just like I understand hanging on to something for historical sake. Do mm -hmm. you have to fly it in front of your fucking house and make it your identity? It's just a part of history. And if you if you respect that history and you want to like appreciate that history, there's probably like a, a, a you know a little spot like in your basement that you you know have 
I don't know. But like, do you have to put it on your fucking truck and shit? I mean, does yeah. it have to be like part of your identity, like the American flag? I don't think it is. You know, I think it belongs like that sort of stuff belongs in a it belongs in a museum. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones that shit. <laughs> Indiana Jones that fucking shit. You know, I guess maybe keep a creepy weird room in your house for historical mementos like that. I mean, some people put do, it but in it's a trunk in your. If I had a Nazi flag, I I would put it in like a trunk in my attic. Yeah, you know, like, and like it would that. just be there, and I'd show a I'd show like my grandson in like thirty years, you know, and be like, "Look at what we have." This we is a crazy, yeah, memento from like the fucked up history of this of this world. I get that to a certain degree, even though mm -hmm. for me personally, I don't need a room in my house that's dedicated to like the Civil War. But I mean, the Civil War is an important thing in our history. It's cool I mean, to I learn and about. I love and so learning is about World it. I am you know, such a huge um, I don't want to say fan of the Civil War, but like I love the Civil War has so many fascinating characters involved, mm -hmm. uh, battles involved, so much insane strategy. It's a fascinating fucking war. I mean, yeah. there's so many weird things. Definitely watch the Ken Burns documentary about the Civil War. I took a class in high school about the civil war but yeah. i'm not sitting here feeling like i need to hang on to a you know have a confederate flag because because i i'm fascinated by the history of this country yeah. you know it's just so weird it's like I, I i don't know i i don't i don't get why it needs to be some kind of identity banner thing you yeah. know that's when it gets weird that's when it's like <clears throat> why are you putting your identity behind this this side of history that yeah. doesn't make very much sense to me it's it feels much more like you know um, it's some kind of it's it's it, no matter what you're intimidating or or, or affecting negatively people like as you meant like I don't I don't want to walk around with anything necessarily like on everybody. my person that's just gonna piss people off like why the fuck do you want to do that it almost feels like you have a, some some sort of a a wish to kind of stir shit you're up bringing up the worst time in this country's history yeah you know it's it's clearly fucking crazy you're uh, I mean. No one else is weird. I get into these conversations on Facebook and social media, and I've had all, all these weird people I know throughout time. And like the other day, I was talking. I know this sheriff in uh, Texas, and I know his wife. And his wife was posting. She posted this post that was uh, like, you know, like why you know you making us tear down our statues? Why doesn't Hollywood tear down uh, the stars of all the bad guys, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it made a lot of sense, you know, but it, also I was just joking around and I was just like, I was like, ah, oh, come on. It just happened. You'll know, give us some time. You had like 150 years, <laughs> you know, <And> then, <laughs> but uh, then, you know, but then they got all mad and I was like, listen, I love you. It was just like, I'm just, you're right. You know, they should take down those stars. And I looked into it uh -huh. and why they don't rip out Bill Cosby's star, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey's star. Yeah. And the reason they don't is because those people actually own them. You have to pay $30,000 to get your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And so those people actually own those stars. Wow. And so that's why they don't rip out the stars. Dear Ed and Holden, can you wish Charlie Chop Shop a happy birthday? Yes, absolutely. Charlie Chop Shop, happy birthday. Also, I see Joe Daddy right there saying they give advice for your problems. I don't know if we ever explain the show in case someone here is new this is the brighter side we don't ex we don't give you advice for I your problems we try advice. not to give you advice for your problems what we try to do is find the brighter side of your problems and if advice seeps through don't take it seriously we are in no way trained professionals but yes let us know if you have a problem let us know in chat spill the beans and we I'll, will try to find the brighter side i'll tell you how i would deal with it 
you know, and like I'm not always right. Lord no. knows I fucked up God, my shit. Head is so wrong so much <laughs> of the time. Uh, so yeah, Charlie Chop Chop Network. The F word. Charlie Chop Chop. Charlie Chop Chop. Happy birthday, buddy. The F word out of anger is so lame. The F word can be hilarious. Used in anger just makes me think you're fragile and insecure. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely using it out of anger it really makes you is really. It reminds me of like middle school kids whenever you use the F word legitimately out of anger. Um, but even as a joke, I got to the point where I had gay friends be like, you know what? No. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, they finally, like guys in Murder Fist, they're like, finally. They're, got they, to a point they were just like, no, I don't anymore. want it anymore. Yeah. No more. And you're like, okay. I can't argue that. And I will say this right now. because actually, worth it. Actually, I made it a point today. This kind of connects to a thing I did today. Today in my normal stream that's going to be at 2 p.m., um, I said I'm doing no penis talk today. Because yesterday it was just like all like horny penis yeah. dick and balls, right? Save it for Japanese. Save it for Japanese. And I just did that for myself. Because also I had uh, the sketch group I direct, National Scandal. Shout outs to them at the People's Improv Theater. They uh, recently said, we are we need to stop writing sex-based sketches. Yeah. We, we rely on it way too much. So I said, fine. Moratorium on, on any sex talk in any one of our sketches in, in the next like two shows. And the material got so much better. Yeah, well, it's, it's a crutch. Yeah, and and so is like say you know using like strong language like that and mm-hmm. in a sketch, it's a it can be a crutch. And actually, if you, it, it's instead of being like I'm censoring myself and and comedy, ugh, liberals and comedy, it's all censorship now. I think it's more like challenge yourself, dude. Instead of just saying you know mm-hmm. retard as a punchline, like challenge yourself to to to. To make right actual fucking jokes. You twit. There you go, buddy. There you go. Now I'm getting it out. Ooh, the brighter side of spilled beans. Ooh. I guess uh, you can no work. Farts. You can work on your counting. You can count the beans. There you go. Yeah, work on your numbers games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, recently my neighbor, this is from Holden's Neighbor 69. Recently my neighbor has been making life hard. He constantly harasses us, and he constantly has sex with Big bikers and screams things. Also, he shits in my work boots, and one time he made love to a stack of ribs I was cooking. Maybe that neighbor just needs some love. Maybe you need to go to that neighbor's house, knock on the door, and just give him a big old hug because he's a sweet guy at the end of the day, and he's just doing his stream and having a good time. Or maybe you should start locking your door and letting him in your house. Or Does he have a key? Why does he, <laughs> why is he banging your ribs? Um, so there you go. There you absolutely Work on go. your bullshit. Um, <laughs> brighter side of uh, to having family on the wrong side of history. I mean, woof. I mean, yeah. I mean, it sucks, you know. But you, it, we learn from everything, you know. We we learn from our mistakes. It's it also back then they didn't know any better, you know. And that's the that is, that is the unfortunate problem. I mean, the key word here is history, and in yeah. the sense that you know the, that family, you know, if you love them, it's it's maybe this isn't the the happiest thing to say, but they will pass on, yeah. um, and they're part of history, and we move forward as a country, and and uh, you know, uh, one love, one life, you know, praise Jah. And whatnot, and we live on, and we move on. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You know the difference between right and wrong, so you know rewrite your family's history. Legalize really cool. it. Take Le- your name. If like for some reason, like you guys are famous slave owners or something, with your name, then you take your name and fucking work in the middle of homeless shelters and do stuff like that, and like you know pay it forward, man, and change what your name means. 
What's the brighter side to being blind in one eye? Well, the brighter side would probably be the eye with sight in it. Oh, yeah. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you can see the brightness. Yes, yes. If you're blind in the... Yeah, I mean, you could be blind in two <laughs> eyes. You know, there's that as well. An eye for an eye makes the whole world, world. start unanimously master. But see, I, penis talk. There you it went, is. You went straight to it. Just immediately. Ed Larson's political posts are the only ones I enjoy on Facebook because he's not an asshole. Thank you. I try to see both sides. I really, like, go out of my way to like read Fox News and all that stuff. Analingus Dingus says, my hometown is the town where the Freedom Riders bus was burned and it's so disheartening to see the amount of Confederate flags flying around. God damn. Yeah. That's, it is disheartening. That is disheartening. But you know, you guys, that's not just not a place for buses. Stone Mountain outside Atlanta, they wave the Confederate flag all around saying how proud they are about it. And then you have people stand for the national anthem. You are proud of the separatist, yet proud of the country that you didn't want. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that is exactly my point that I was talking about earlier. It's really bizarre. I mean, they don't, you just clear, it's like the, the ignorance is right in front of you. And it's like, it's on your shirt. It's, you're holding it in your hand. You know, like, it's it's crazy. And they, uh, you know, but you you know they're wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got a serious one coming in. I'll leave out the username because he also wrote, why'd I just type this fuck right afterwards? Hey, Holden and Ed, I don't usually air out my feelings. Why am I doing this? I'm on dialysis three times a week. I'm constantly feeling like shit. My insomnia is much worse on it. I'm tired of it. And I really want to start using CBD oil, which would probably be very helpful. But I'm on transplant list and they if they see you have thc in your system they take you off the transplant list i think a giant flaw in our healthcare system is i've actually heard of this issue before i constantly feel like i'll never get a kidney been on dialysis three years depression feeling terrible every day sukes isn't cbd and thc different is that true? I don't know. I don't, the CBD also, they read. Well, that I mean, if we can't verify it right yeah. here and now, maybe someone else in chat man, wants to. Maybe you should just go to one of the thirty states that allows it, man. I don't yeah, know just where move you're to because so th- would would they allow you to be? I mean, first of all, I'm sure it'd be hard to like move from one transplant on, list to another transplant list. That's yeah. probably going to put you at the bottom of the list. I'm guessing. I mean, I'm making a lot of guesses yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, 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 so yeah. that might be an issue with doing a move. But also, are you are we sure that if you go to like Colorado or somewhere like that, that you would both be able to get a transplant and um, have THC in your system? I mean, you'd definitely be able to get the THC in your well, system. Definitely for fucking sure. You know, uh, you know, it's it's that's man that hurts. I mean, you got to talk to your doctors and just beg them. And if you if it isn't weed, then you got to get unfortunately probably something stronger. CBD is, and THC are different. So, yeah, you can get the pure CBD. Yeah, I feel like if it's just CBD, I mean, I give that shit to my dog. Yeah. You know, Jesus. like, <laughs> they make doggy treats. Right, right. Oh, he's right, got that's bad right. knees. Yeah, yeah, he's got bad knees. Yeah, 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 so I give him CBD. I give him one treat a day. So I would maybe look. The brighter side is maybe you haven't looked quite enough into the CBD thing, and yeah, you may still you actually be able to get that. Weed. You can use the pain uh, healing agent of CBD, hopefully. Maybe. Have you talked to your doctor about this? I mean, I'm guessing he has. I'd be very worried to get off of the list. I, yeah. I, 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 would, I could imagine. I could imagine that. But you can, I mean, you can plead with him and then, man. And you could at least have a conversation with them, say, hey, what's the deal? You know, it's not like they're going to take you off the list just for asking about CBD, you know? Good luck, buddy. There Dialysis you go. Yeah. He's a fucking monster. But yeah. He's giving my dad a lot of problems. Of but course. he's getting better, and hopefully you do too, buddy. Did he do anything with CBD or anything like that? I keep trying to give him weed. He won't take it. Okay. 
understandable. You know, people are old school. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. When they're old yeah. school, they're, un- he they're old like school. He keeps like saying stuff like, oh, maybe I'm a candidate for medical marijuana. I was like, like, here, try it. And then he's like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. CBD isn't supposed to have any THC in it, says Jackie is my queen, but I don't know if it's absolutely 0.00% or like 0.05. I can see why you would be terrified yes. to, to do it. If there's even a slight chance you could be removed from the list that will save your life. Yeah. So I get it. I totally get that. Fucked up rules. Fucking terrible. Call your fucking senator. Call your yeah. call your uh, governor and explain your problem to them. Right. They, make them listen to that shit. Whew, I'll tell maybe you what. Maybe you don't get it, but maybe the next guy does. I don't want to sidebar too much, but I started the uh, Netflix documentary series yesterday, Raising Flint. Oh, no. Woo! Is it good? It's fucking re- real good. Is dude. it like The Wire? I was going to say it's rad, but it's not like rad. It's yeah, fucking yeah. awful. It's not like Yeah, it bucks. does feel like real life Wire. It yeah. really does. Yeah, because it's following the police units, but it's also covering like the government side of it. And it's like kind of introduced all the characters really well. And they're all really kind of characters. And it's fucking really good. Do they, um, whatchamacallit, do they... Uh... Do they go over the water stuff? Oh, of course. Yeah, they definitely talk about the water. But the water stuff's like not even – that's like in the background. I mean, it's, a fu- because, it's always been a really fucked up Yeah, because the just there's literally like – they went from like 350 officers to like 98 oh serving God. a town of 100,000. There's just constant crime, all wow. these boarded up houses. It is a nightmare in Flint, Michigan. There's that, and then there's also another good uh, documentary that was a short that was nominated on uh, for for an Oscar on Netflix called Heroin. Oh, I saw that. That was awesome. That was too. really good. I that got I really teared good. up at the end. Oh man. yeah, man. I cry, I cry very easily now. Yes, I do too. <laughs> I cry so much more easily at shit, dude. I was like, I lost it during that one too. So check that one as well. It's about three women trying to fucking uh, change this insane heroin epidemic in West Virginia. It's phenomenal. It's like three different Across angles. The country, man. It's, those those crazy drugs. I don't understand where these people get the time. They start with the pills. They hurt themselves. They end up on painkiller. It's it's the whole, the doctors just write a script. Mm-hmm. They give them a crazy painkiller for their fucking leg that they probably don't even need. They start using those. They get hooked on those. Then they move on. And then when they can't afford the pills anymore, they move on to heroin. It is disgusting. I've the doctors of this friends, country should yeah. be fucking should be at least smacked around a little bit. Man, I've lost four friends to OxyContin. I've lost no one else to any other drug. Ugh. Like So that is definitely on do my never-to-do list. Yeah, do not write a prescription for that fucking pill, <coughs> you Florida psychos. Well, a lot of people steal them. I mean, we yeah. had, remember, remember my story was uh, our vice principal was selling them to the students, and he got Jesus. caught. And the kids were dying, and he kept selling them. That's insane. I think pretty sure he's still in prison. The, uh, please, good. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, that's insane. Man, the other, uh, we're getting sidetracked here, but like, <laughs> I, I'm still talking about Oxycontin. Yeah. Did you see not too long ago? Like, uh, Trump said anyone who he says like anyone who sells opioids should get the death penalty, <laughs> and it's just like they're regulated so by the, the doc. Yeah, the doctors <laughs> in the world. <laughs> The FCA should get the death penalty then or whatever. Is it the FCA? I don't even know anymore. Do you, do you guys, FDA, thank you. Do you guys have, um, I was thinking of the federal cockhead administration. <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't do any more penis talk today. I won't do any more penis talk today. 
Do you guys have advice on how to help someone who has recently been diagnosed with anxiety disorder? My older sister has been having panic attacks but doesn't ever want to talk about it because she feels she has to be the strong one. Man, that is that's a tough one to break through when you feel when you have that feeling within yourself. Do you ever deal with manage or deal with anxiety, Ed? Uh, I had one panic attack and it was fucking crazy. Yeah. And it was really I thought I was dying for a second. You I, know, it's I, a really yeah. it's a really intense thing to go through. Like and I was it's scared. I'm glad I had the one just so I could understand what other people are going through. But man, they are really intense and they really I mean like you don't like you just ask that person what they need in that instance, you know, because it's very you're very fragile in that moment and you you think you're dying, you think you're having a seizure, you know, you your your whole fucking bullshit's upside down. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, you just got to be just be nice to them and help them out a little bit and they'll work through it, you know, and they'll figure out how to live their life, but they might need a little extra, you know, just kindness from you. And if they don't want to take it, it sounds like there's someone who doesn't want to take the kindness because they want to be the strong one. Don't even like mention that you're doing it. Just yeah. kind of do it, and just like you know, like when the toothpaste is out, just go get the toothpaste. You know, stuff like little things like that, and just put it there and never talk about it. Just be a good uh, brother or sister. Is it a, is it a sibling? Sister, yeah, yeah older so just, sister. Just be a good sibling, and just you know, just you know, do little things that will help them without them knowing you're helping them. I have never had a panic attack, God forbid, knock on wood, because to be honest with you, dude, uh, from the description of it, it just sounds like insane. And definitely reading about a panic attack. I've had anxiety before, right? I read, you know, reading about Mm -hmm. a panic attack. I'm like, oh, I've never been anywhere close to that level, you know? And I think if I was close to that level, you know, the first thing I'd want to do is seek help. You have to at least have faith that if she's going through these uh, difficult times, um, that she will finally kind of break down and hit some sort of a rock bottom where she has to seek help for this disorder and this, this, at least she got also the brighter side is she was recently diagnosed, right? So we know that she's at least gone to see a doctor about she's it. Figuring shit out. She's figuring shit out. And I think that that's, if anything, the brighter side is that the diagnosis itself is a bit of a relief in the sense like, okay, I know what this is. Now I can try to do something about it. One thing I do see here, though, is she feels like she has to be the strong one. That probably that need to be the strong one, that need to have control is part of the cause of the anxiety disorder, I'm guessing. So yeah. hopefully she can, she's at least taking, from what it sounds like, I don't know what the circumstances of her actually uh, getting this diagnosis were, but it's sounds like she's sort of at least moving towards the right direction yeah and i'll tell you every time we do this show we get more and more questions like this about people with their anxiety with their bipolar disorder or whatever thing they got i think the main thing to remember is that it is completely normal you're not weird it's probably more calm it's probably weird to be normal you know so like at this point so like you have to embrace it and fix yourself and understand what you have Otherwise, you know, you're going to be fucking you're just going to go crazy. You're just going to jump off the deep end. Brighter side of being in a great relationship with the girl flipped a switch, stole my money, stopped living at my place and cheated on me with the best friend. The worst part was she had a son and I really wanted to be a father and I can't be that now. Well, sounds like uh, the best part is that she definitely made it a very uh, she didn't subtly just become awful over a long period of time and waste a lot of your time it sounds like she really flipped that switch and at least flipping the switch just immediately pushes you into a situation where you need to move forward with your life Ed? it sucks you gotta lose the relationship with the kid uh, that happened recently with a family member uh, for me someone was went off went off the deep end and Ugh. you guys kind of you you lose the kid you know that's like you know the relationship with the child and you really hope for the best for them but at the same time 
I mean, unless you're unless you think it's a necessary thing to get them out of that situation, there's really nothing you can do. It's their kid, you know, and you just got to fucking hope the best for that child. And if they let you still talk to the kid or send it gifts, do that. And when it gets old enough, it'll come see you. It'll find you and you'll be able to have a decent relationship with that child, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is uh, a shame. And you'll get to be a dad, you know, just you're getting another relationship and it works out. How old are you? Like, uh, I'm going to guess you're uh, 26. You know, you'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, God. Soldoden says, challenge yourself to not say like every 10 words. I feel like I say um constantly, and I hate it about myself. Anyways, just mm. a sidebar there. I always say the word Jew. <laughs> oh, well, that's just, you're just I, you know, there you go. Just your heritage and everything. You know? <laughs> Anna Lincoln says, I hope I didn't miss anyone. I'm trying to scroll through on the smaller chat because you guys, you guys are being, being fucking today. rad today. We've got, we've had around 45, 50 people this whole time, too, hanging out with us. Thank you so much for doing that. Analingus Dingus, what's the brighter side of having a close friend that is, has horrid breath? Mm. I can't say anything to him about it, and he sighs a lot, and I want to vomit, but I can't be the bitch and say anything he has to know. You know what? At the end of the day, Analingus Dingus, you can say something. You can if say you, something. If you're close enough, you can say something. The brighter side is you can say something. Also, the brighter side is it's probably not like necessarily bad hygiene sometimes it's a medical condition that people have that causes bad breath they have i forget what it's called but they have something in their throat or something like that girlfriend who uh her stomach acid used to bubble up a lot and it it was very you know she'd stinky breath on the regular and it sucks and they could have like a tooth infection or something yeah i don't know what's going on it could actually be something deeper than that so so maybe you should say something because maybe they don't know and they need to go to the dentist they might need to like actually get help and go to the doctor so i mean if you're close enough friends you should be able to tell them and like i know if holden stunk i'd let him know oh yeah absolutely they let me know all the time i never get away from it Um, brighter side of starting to drink cups of vodka at 9.30 a.m. while watching two awesome fuckers. I mean, the brighter side is you're Ooh, drunk. Yeah, it's a little early for vodka, <laughs> buddy. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, People that sip on vodka, I just can't understand that ever. Or or shoot yeah, it or anything. I can't drink before, like, 5 anymore unless yeah. it's, like, a, a, like a day-drinking day. Unless with, it is, yeah, like, like it's, with everybody it's else. a football-watching day or something, yeah, and we're yeah, all yeah. together. But even then, I usually don't show up to that until at least, like, Try around. to get a couple glasses of water in there with that vodka to do yourself <laughs> a favor. And try um, maybe some a meal as well. Stop living like Charles Bukowski. (laughs) (laughs) Brighter side of being a depressed piece of shit. Lol. My house is fucked. It's hilarious. 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 My house is fucked. It's so dirty. I am overwhelmed. I have rats and I don't take care of them well enough. And I am so insecure about my friendships. I know they all love me, but I have a lot of FOMO and I feel like they are all plotting against me, which I know isn't true. I can't seem to have any form of self-love currently in my life. I can't talk to any of them them about it because I feel like I'm being a burden because they ostracized someone who was having the same problem. So interesting. I wonder if that means these might not be the best friends for you. Or, or, you know, listen, you're fucking, you're living in filth. You know, you got rats running all around you. You you, got to clean your place up a little bit. And, you know, you're going to lose your friends. They're not going to come over. If you don't, and you gotta, like, you gotta take some self worth and you gotta have some self worth for yourself. Because you know what? Living in a nice place is fucking nice. You know? Yeah. So, like, you just do it. I tell you what, I used to live like a fucking pig and I don't anymore. Yeah, me, t- me and neither. So, and so, here's what can help you. you we all both had rats and stuff yes. in our apartments and stuff Abs- like that. 100%. When we lived together, we were monsters. But baby steps. You know, like, you say, you have, a, you probably have a giant list of shit you do wrong in your house. Pick one 
and do it. Yeah. And then don't do anything else that day. Do one thing nice one, for yourself. One thing a day. Yeah, just do one, and then like, and then you'll be like, oh, that was fine. And then also, what I like to do, I find, it, I try to find some, uh, some, some way to enjoy cleaning. I don't, I hate doing the floors. I'll like, I'll, you know, so I always leave that for uh, Julie. But I'll do everything else. I'll do laundry, and I use that as my time to like jam out and like listen to music and like really learn about what's going on in music right now and like you could do that with podcasts you could do that with shitty television have that in the background you know but the most important thing is to get off your couch wipe your fucking ass and like start and as soon as you start respecting yourself other people will start respecting you and liking you too because you're the most important person to you and if you don't take care of yourself no one's going to take care of you and it might be possible that you need to seek uh deeper help than just like cleaning up the apartment i mean i will say uh for sure that um you know, it, depression's real. It's a real clinical issue, and it might go deeper than that. I'm not sure how deep your thing lies. Like, because I, I feel sometimes I feel like bad just saying like just just start fixing your bullshit, dude. You know, when sometimes it's like you actually may need some medication or something like that to turn things around. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely, or at least maybe some, um, maybe seek out some therapy possibly um, to get on the right track if it goes that deep. If if it's as easy, if you can really talk yourself into doing one thing a day that makes your apartment a little bit nicer, yeah. if you can actually do that, I would I would highly uh, highly recommend it. Also, um, get vitamin D. If you don't leave the house much, get vitamin D or, or spend some time outside in the sunshine. I know it's it's such a small thing, but it yeah. can really make a giant difference in your life. Like, um, you, you should probably get like 2,000, go, go to your like vitamin store, get like 2,000 milligram pill tablets or whatever of vitamin D and just take one a day. And or honestly, even better than that, go outside and just let the sun just be on you for mm. like for like a half an hour, you know, and, and just just take in a little bit of sun because that can actually be the difference between just getting you a little bit more positivity in your life, getting you a little bit more motivated. Another good thing to do, uh, uh, exercise, always very good. Again, get you motivated and active. Um, I mean, what's really good is to try to like give yourself a schedule and try to live around that, you know, and 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 writing like saying to yourself, I will spend 30 minutes picking up, you know, vacuuming the floor. I will spend another 30 minutes going on a run. You know, these are things these are little tiny baby steps that will will get you into an actual day with an actual schedule that you that will motivate you into further stuff. But th- that said, if you do truly have clinical depression, then there's other things. That it goes deeper than that, and I'm not going to try to, like, yeah, because um, that's, that's, that's by stuff, that we, stuff we can't uh, really truly answer. But I, here's, what I, here's what I prescribe for you. Clean your fridge out. Just clean your fridge out. Get rid of all the bullshit. Check the dates. You like throw out all the Chinese food that's in there, that stupid pizza box. You know, get in those bins and clean your fucking fridge and then do... 10 push-ups. That's yeah. all I want you to do today. There it is. That's all I want you to do today. That's it. And then, and then pick something else tomorrow. And tomorrow, clean your toilet with the toilet brush. Get rid of that yellow ring. It really feels nice to piss in a nice toilet. There you go. You know, so like, just do little things every day and move towards a better life step by step. Don't overwhelm yourself. You have a lot of work to do. Just take it day by day. Day by day, uh, what was it? What's the brighter side of working nights and having literally no social life? Um, you don't have to deal with fucking people. I mean, I used to work <laughs> nights all the time. You know, it's 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 fine. I wish I knew what job you had. If you worked at a restaurant, then we used to all just hang out. Yeah, after if you, if work, you work at a out. bar, your you, your job is a social life. But I'm guessing that's not the kind that's of work you maybe do. You do, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you can find new ways to hang out with people. 
you know, you don't necessarily have to hang out at night. You know, you can hang out during the day. You get to know people better and you're not as hammered, you know, usually. And so you just, I would say go to a cool diner and just talk to the, whoever's around. Yeah, night, nights can be really interesting places where people can really open up and get interesting. So maybe the one thing is that the nighttime can be a pretty rad situation if you can make the best out of it. Pick a book, good book. Read that shit. Read the fuck out of that book, dude. And stop fucking fucking around and actually read every word of it. My kidney... <laughs> Jen, uh, another one from uh, before about the dialysis. My kidney doctor is a huge asshole. He screams at me for having one pizza slice every six months. My clinic sucks. They have terror nurses i've seen three people die right next to me thank you for the bits Whoa. shame stain oh shame stain gonna do push-ups and clean the fridge hell yeah Beautiful. go get him shame stain do it dude easy change, shit change that name too <laughs> <laughs> uh i would yeah that what was that, that last one i'm sorry it was about the again? dialysis the doctor the three people dying right next to him the, i mean is there any yeah. way to find another clinic this just sounds like a terrible place it sounds like a horrible awful clinic mm-hmm. and, i don't know what the deal is with that though but you know you ain't dying you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're worse than you are. I will say the brighter side for this person with the dialysis and the CBD oil, I, I see at least like five, six people doing their own research now to help uh, to yeah. help this person Read this find chat. some answers about the CBD. So you have people, you have the brighter side of your situation, you have strangers from all over the world right now looking into your issue and how does that got to feel? It's got to feel pretty good. What's the brighter side of my wife finding out I jerked it to a booty Instagram shot of her sister who's also our roommate? She was not happy. <laughs> This is real. This can't be real. She was not happy. Felt betrayed. and felt like her sister should feel violated. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Why did, all right. How did she find out about Ooh, that? That's a tough one. That's a tough that's one. A tough one. You probably shouldn't <laughs> do what you can to not have thoughts like that. <laughs> you walked Holden. You walked Holden. Unfollow the Instagram first and foremost. Can you do that for me, buddy? Because yeah. then you won't see the things, all right? Y- you might be for some trouble here <laughs> you got i think you're done i think your fish is <laughs> i think Sorry. your duck is cooked bro you can't come back from jerking off somebody's fucking sister pictures yeah, if i did that like her her fucking murder i would be so out in the i would she would build me a doghouse and put me in it the brighter side is you know to never do this again that is <laughs> in the, the brighter future, in any other relationship you're in because it's like Man, it's not worth it, man. At the end of the day, it might have been a fun little jammer, but you know, my question for you, Ed, and this is a yes or no question that doesn't necessarily need an explanation. Is this considered cheating? It's not cheating, but it is not uh, good. I mean, because yeah, it's like. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I have I have masturbations, and um, you know, it's not like I'm always thinking about. You know, it's like you thinking about keep your jerking off to strangers. Yeah, you really it's keep really it to stra- that's a good one. Keep yeah, it to fucking strangers. I don't want to know who your fucking father is. You know, yeah. like keep your jerking off to to people you don't know. Because the next thing you know, you're gonna have to look them in the eye, and you're like, oh yeah, that's right, I do want to fuck you. You got to keep those evil demons out of your brain, man. And so, yeah, jerk off to strangers. <laughs> Man, uh, Chop Shop, uh, or this is going back to our discussion. I really liked his, this comment here because this is another perspective on the whole 
uh, pills to heroin thing or, okay. or, or the whole drug epidemic in small towns. And it really is a small town issue, right? Yeah. You're from a tiny town. You're bored, so you start with Coke. Then your friends are doing pills, so you try it. Then you smoke crack a few times at a party. Then you snort heroin. If I had it, if I hadn't left my hometown, I'd probably be dead like a lot of friends I left there. Yeah, that yeah, it, it's it's just – it's like boredom in small towns. How did we deal with this in the past? How did – it seemed like small town people – and you know maybe this is all just a, a menagerie, just some fake out. But it seems like back in the day in like the 50s, they were pretty happy. People liked simple lives. Well, you know, I mean heroin wasn't as popular in the 50s. You I know? guess that's true. I mean people were probably drunks in those small towns and doing no meth, stuff like that. You know, yeah. There was no crack. Crack was, came in the 80s and the 70s. That's true. These epidemics just fucking ate up these American towns. They used to seemingly be content, yeah, being in a small town and just like knowing, knowing, you know, small small towns and just being racist. Yeah, Seems but, like they were just cool with that. Maybe that's what it is. Racism went away, and they were like, "We need something else to fucking fuck our heads up with." It's weird because a lot of my friends who still live at home, racism didn't leave, by the way, but still. Uh, they're fine. You know, like yeah, right. You know, for the most part, I mean, they you drink and maybe smoke a little weed, but you know they're fine. You know, mm-hmm. and, and if they had a problem, they dealt with it and they got better. You know, I, you just, uh, I mean, people, you got out because you wanted to change your life and make a better, make a better life for yourself, and so you can be happy knowing that you're good to yourself and you you got promise and you got to drive and those people don't, and it's sad, but that's just how it happens with these some of these fuckers. Man. Right, right. Um, some talk about panic attacks. Uh, tried to be there for the sun. This is going back to the 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 lady uh, oh, yeah. that flipped this? the switch. The lady that flipped the switch on the guy. Mm-hmm. He's in the custody of the parents, but she still. Hit, but she hit me with a restraining order. The parents want me there, but she doesn't. Yeah, I think you just got to walk away from that one. It just doesn't sound like it's going to be possible. Also, yeah. again with the dialysis. Oops, I forgot to type the main reason I wanted to try CBD. It's because doctors just pre- prescribe super strong pain meds. Yeah. So this wraps into the other shit we were fucking talking that about. That happened to Ed. me. That happened to me plus when I had I, my hernia. I got addicted to fucking Percocet. Plus, I have anxiety and I want to stop taking them as a crutch because I'm 24-7 in pain. want to stop taking that stuff. I think the reason hospitals insurance don't like weed or anything is that the, because they don't get paid for it, which I think is completely true. It's the goddamn truth, man. You need to try to take things in your own hand, and I hope some of this stuff works out for you and you're able to get... the fu- It's medicine. Stop fucking with weed. Yeah. You got a bellyache. It makes you feel better. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. The way we... I, people are evil. These, these fucking... Medicine uh, corporations, whatever the fuck you want to call them, drug companies, pharmaceutical companies, they're straight up evil. Yeah. It's straight evil. So please do whatever you can. Let's fight these fuckers on this stuff. You know, it's killing people all across the country. There's the fucking crisis that's in the headlines every goddamn day about these pills that the government are giving us. You know, so like, let's just take a stand. Everyone in here, help this fucker out. And let's get this person some CBD and let's really try it. I mean, this has to change. This has to change. This has to change. So, I mean, let's fucking do something together. Let me know what I can do to help. And I will get in there with you guys. If you want to start going after this shit, let's go after it, man. Fuck there you it. go. What's the brighter side of being the neighbor everyone is sick of? Breaking every rule on a regular basis, mostly while being drunk. You can move to other neighborhoods and start over again until yeah, they no get sick on, of you. Yeah, no one on the, I mean, yeah. I mean, Jesus. I mean, stop breaking shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, breaking every rule. Breaking, breaking every rule. I mean, man, I mean, I understand you like that rock and roll lifestyle. You I, know? I'll tell you what. You can always make good. You can bake some fucking 
pies. You can you can reach out to the people in your neighborhood. You can apologize. You can you can you know you know what you are doing. You know you're the problem. So you can fix it. <laughs> so you're the one that can fix it, and that's the brighter side. Take it into your own hands. I think that's the theme of today's brighter side live. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna try to kind of move through some of this stuff a little bit faster. Thanks, guys. She went to the doctors about the sister with anxiety by herself after the attack started. So that's our always. Uh, see, that's a good sign. She's yeah. always been self reliant, but she loathes the medication. I feel she needs real therapy, which is a joke under the NHS and can't afford private care. I always try and help her, but she becomes more and more distant. I see, I see. And at the yeah. end of the day, you may just not be able to, you know. Don't the- let her know you're helping her. Trust yeah. me on this. Yes. She sounds very headstrong. Don't let her know that you're helping her. There you go. There you go. Um, okay. Uh, hey, Ed, tell us the brighter side of all the traveling you do. I assume it's a lot of money and tiring, but I'd like to hear from you. Well, a lot of times it's for work. And so it's not a lot of money, uh, for me, you know, it's, a, uh, you know, so it's, I get to, I get to work it out where it's, uh, I don't pay for most of the trips like this trip. I, I just had, I used some Delta money I had and then, uh, Jeff, I made a reason for me to be here. You know, because I like traveling. I like going all around. You know, I get to, I like seeing new places. I like getting magnets from all the states that I've been to and shit. I just got an Arizona one last week. Home daters. Trying home. to get all 50. You know, it's stupid things like that that really keep me going. One thing I do is because I travel so much. I don't know if anyone here travels a lot, but I have a, uh, uh, a goddaughter in North Carolina who's just getting old enough. She's six years old and she's really starting to learn and like she's becoming like a fucking sponge. And so what I do is every time I go anywhere, I get a postcard from where I go. And then like I write a little bit on the back teaching her about that place in the country, that place in the world. And they, she slowly gets to learn geography through me and like, you know, what places she'd want to go. The one I sent her from Vegas was like, this is an awful place. Never go here. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like a big sparkly card with neon lights. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, uh, fuck it. What's the brighter side of regret? I feel massively hindered by the fact that I have a lot of physical scars from when I was a kid, uh, and then later self harm. I do too. Just uh, get a tan. It'll go. It'll start going away. And there's uh, different ointments uh, that you can grab that will help uh, heal your uh, scars. And also, man, I mean, I don't know. You know, this is all corny and shit, but whatever. I mean. You 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 grew from that and learned from that experience, whatever it was, and apparently you 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 seem to needed to have gone through that to move forward as a human being. So you, the fact that you regret it means you've evolved, and maybe that's the best brighter side to take away from that motherfucking shit. Also, she's a man, baby. Dingle pickle. Thank you for the five. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Just started vaping CBD like two weeks ago, and it's really helped my severe anxiety. So maybe the sister hooked the sister up with the CBD. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. There's another thing. That's a way you could help without necessarily just being like, here, have this CBD. I just, you know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not trying to help. I literally, it felt, you know, I literally just came into it, and here you go. You should just have it because I don't need it. I, Make I sure have she knows. Much. Don't drug her. Make sure she knows she's taking it. Yeah, exactly. But um, CBD really doesn't fuck with your brain. It just kind of like makes you a, a, a couch. Like it just turns you into a big pillow, you know? Yeah. Uh, an explanation about the small towns back in the day. This is definitely a generalization, but I think there were also a lot more opportunities in small towns back yes. then. Things were affordable, even with basic jobs. Now people fight for whatever little jobs they can uh, find just to be living poor. I mean, that's this. Everyone should check out this Raising Flint uh, doc, doc series because that's exactly what it is. It's like they used to be hugely successful, you know, kind of like Detroit. They had like a big fucking yeah. I mean, um, Roger and me still industry town. It's the same shit. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. That movie came out 
25 years ago, yeah. and it's still the what's going on there. Uh, wow, what now now? Uh, the uh, the sister Bader says, uh, Lol, sorry I broke hold, and thank you for affirming I'm an ass. Gonna be more aware of those devil thoughts and keep it as strangers and try and get out of the doghouse. There you go, buddy. There you go. Maybe just show her literally me walking away from the screen in disgust to, to make to make to at least verify her feelings a little bit. Um, uh, oh, Trigun had a lot of scars and he looks awesome. See, also scars can be kind of rad. I mean, at Chicks the end of the day, scars. maybe Everyone just you know, I don't want to tell you necessarily to lie, but maybe just um, you know, like tell make up some to, war story. Yeah, yeah used to, you, you used to you spent the early years in your life wrapped in barbed wire. Yeah. For sure. He used um, to be a wrestler in Japan, and it got really, you know, dangerous. <laughs> Dream Funeral says, Ed, you inspire me. And I say, you, ins- <laughs> you he inspires you to do what? Eat sandwiches and fucking smoke weed 24-7? That's, that's a good life. I mean, that is a good life, so maybe that is true. Um, <laughs> we're running out of time. What's, uh, we are running out of time, more, but I think we actually finally made it to the bottom of the list. Oh, we did. Yeah. Right, so we'll, fit, we'll answer We've the last two. We've got a couple. Two, um, and... uh, yeah. Back in the day, it seems like you walk in a pharmacy and say, hey, mister, my pa said I need work. All right, little Clancy, grab an apron and jump behind the counter, and I'll show you a thing or two. You know, it's funny that we found so many themes today. Small towns, opioid use. Yeah. Um, so what's going on? Anxiety, uh, mental, illness, mental yeah. illness, depression. Like, I mean, it's it's all the same thing wrapped up in itself. Jerk it com- off to your girlfriend, sister. It comes from growing up in a town where there's no opportunity. You're bored. There's zero opportunity to do, make anything out of yourself. That You don't have the same kind of uh, work ethic or sort of reason to keep going. You start trying pills and doing things. Mm-hmm. You have anxiety that you can't get help for because the healthcare system's so fucked up. So you start just doing heroin and shit. It's it's fucking horrible, man. It's fucking horrible. Preach, baby. There you go. I, I found it right there. Um, Dear Slim, I wrote you but still ain't calling. Left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. Sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem at the post office or something. Sometimes I scribble addresses so sloppy when I jot them. But anyways, fuck it. What's been up? Man, how's your daughter? I believe that is from Eminem. Is it? Or for Eminem. Yeah, I think that is a oh, rip slim, rap song. Slim shady. I'm, I'm pretty sure that is from a ripper rapper song. Oh, yeah. I've been getting into the rip rap. I've been digging some rip rap. I was actually doing a lot of listening to rip rap yesterday. You know what I forgot? You know, New I, Little Yachty album. Oh, is it good? It's fine. It's ridiculous, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah, like yeah. how ridiculous he is. I actually went old school a little bit um, and w- dug back into the old uh, Wu-Tang solo albums last night. I was oh. listening to Raekwon and Liquid Swords. We're going to get that Wu-Tang album. Fine. Yeah, that'd be cool. I bet it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet it's just fine. It wasn't good enough to put out, so they sold this as a moron. Exactly. Uh, I was having almost daily anxiety attacks from work stress, so I went to a vape shop and got the CBD. The deep breathing also helps anxiety. I have zero, severe anxiety and depression and BPD, and the CBD has helped a lot. I went from popping 5-plus at Ativan and Klonopin a day to just vaping. I highly recommend damn. it. That's, so that's just ridiculous. You saved your liver, man. Yeah. You saved your fucking life by Unbelievable. doing this. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Good job, And I think that that's a good positive, brighter side note to leave it on. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us i'll be back in like an hour or so to uh mm-hmm. do my normal stream ed 
uh, you keep watching Holden's Twitch. You know, keep uh, listening to the brighter side. Check out the new show I do with my cousin, uh, the Thick Skin with Jeff Ross. Yeah, I recorded some really cool episodes when I was in town. We did an episode about uh, it was his 29 years in comedy anniversary. He started on April Fool's Day, 29 years ago. We did a show with a, a comedy historian, uh, another a comedian from Germany who's famous in real in Germany, Mike Mittermeier, and uh, a, a friend of his from high school. And then yesterday I did another uh, podcast with him and David Tell, which was really cool. And we got we talked about really some real deep comedy stuff, and uh, it was uh, very inspiring. Fuck yeah, man! So uh, check that show out. It's just starting <laughs> out. We're twelve episodes in. And uh, it, we 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 love you. And be good to yourself, guys. Uh, you know, just make it. Don't you know if you're gonna drink, don't be an animal. Just you know, everything's better in moderation. <laughs> you know, like you know, people. You know, <clears throat> people think that sometimes it's cool to just get hammered at nine thirty in the morning with three glasses of vodka. <laughs> but maybe you should, you know, take a step back and look at what you're actually doing. <laughs> Have a sandwich. <laughs> just eat a sandwich. That's all we're saying. We're just saying, please start with a sandwich. Start with cleaning that fridge. Start with the one sandwich. All right, I love everybody. you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And uh, be cool and be good to yourselves. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll play us out with the little four walls by the cowman. Take care, everybody. Bye. It's got things first. Thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. 
Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.